I can still remember hiking with Steve. Um, We had only been seeing each other for a couple of months. And I remember asking him, if I get implants, does that mean I don't actually love myself? And he answered, well, do you think you love yourself? Well, I said yes, but I don't think I was being that honest. Um, I loved parts of myself, but not as a whole at that point. Hi friends, welcome to another episode of The Spirit Unleashed. I'm your host, Robin Leachy, and I'm very grateful that you're here. So thank you so much. Since I just shared a conversation with Beth Blackmore about taking your health into your own hands, I thought this would be the perfect opportunity to share one of my own personal stories. When we think about what we're putting into our bodies, we mostly think about food, but it's also what we're putting onto our bodies, all of the synthetic fragrances and chemicals and our skincare products and those types of things, and they do impact our health. And so does what you put into your bodies aside from food. And for me, I'm talking about breast implants. There have been plenty of new studies showing their potential health risks and their links to certain cancers and BII, which stands for breast implant illness. There have also been plenty of studies saying, yes, they're safe, but how many of those studies were funded by the manufacturers themselves. I can't help but wonder if they are a little biased. I can't say for sure, but I can say it made me pretty uncomfortable. I had breast implants put in almost eight years ago now, and hands down, it's the most expensive lesson I've ever learned, period, but especially when it comes to my physical and mental health. To be clear, I do not care what choices others have made when it comes to breast implants. We are all on our own journey, and my path just happened to be one of empowerment and self-acceptance. In this episode today, I'd like to chat about the insecurities that led me to getting breast implants in the first place, as well as the self-acceptance and confidence I had built over the seven years of having them, and also some of the reasons I decided to have them removed, as well as what the recovery was like, just in case there's anybody else going through the same situation. I know I had shared back in October when I had them removed, and I did get quite a few messages, so if this was you, I hope you have a takeaway from this episode or at least are able to look at yourself with a new perspective and really go inward. And if you don't have breast implants and have never been interested in having them, this episode is still a great reminder for appreciating your body, reconnecting with it, and learning to just come home to yourself. I first started having body image struggles when I was in either grade 7 or grade 8. I remember it all started in the change room before gym one day. A friend of mine asked me why I wasn't changing into a sports bra. And I don't think she was trying to be mean or anything, but I was a little embarrassed that she brought it up because I was like, 
a sports bra. I don't even need a bra bra. But that night I told my mom, she took me out and we went to probably Walmart and bought some little bralettes. Not that I needed them at all. She had actually told me that my granny, her mom, said that some girls got in line twice and we didn't get in line at all. And my granny was right about that. I was so embarrassed. I had started noticing my friends were filling out and that I was flat chested, like there was nothing there. And I was pretty self-conscious about it, but that was really only the beginning. By the time high school came, I actually remember, this is silly, (laughs) praying before bed, asking for breasts. I'm not sure what I thought would happen. Maybe that I'd wake up and I'd miraculously have breasts, but that did not happen. At the end of high school, my self-esteem had just continued to plummet. I not only compared my body to others, I also compared myself as a whole. I compared our gifts and talents and thought that because I wasn't athletic or musically gifted or into the theater that there wasn't anything special about me. And I think that's what fueled me to focus on my body image so much. I did enjoy writing poems and songs. I enjoyed sketching and also helping my friends going through their own challenges, but I disregarded all of those because they were just different than my friends. I didn't see them as unique or special. I spent so much time stressing over my flat chest and I used to get the most padded bras you could buy. And I even I even bought these silicone inserts that were basically implants, except they just went in your bra instead of your body. But if you had bumped up to me, you would definitely know they were fake because they were not soft at all. And you know what? I got married pretty young. I was 23. And it's not that I stopped thinking about the implants. I just pushed it aside because we had bought a house pretty soon after getting married, and that was a more important cost than boobs. And then I had my first son within a few years, and then my second son after a couple of years, and my breasts would grow and expand with each pregnancy, and then they would just completely deflate after they were born. I was like getting my hopes up and then they'd be gone again. So after my second son was born, I started going to the gym and I was lifting weights there. I was also starting to run. And as the baby weight was melting, so did the little breasts that I had. And you know what? It did bother me. But I was also starting to feel really good about myself and my body through working out and running. So one year later, I did ask for a separation And less than a year after that, I had the implant surgery. And some will probably say that they were revenge boobs, but it didn't feel like that. I think I was like happy to not have to answer to someone about money. And I still wanted to have some curves. And yes, I was 
like back in the dating pool and I wanted to feel better about myself, more confident and probably wanting to feel sexy too. I can still remember hiking with Steve. Um, We had only been seeing each other for a couple of months and I remember asking him, if I get implants, does that mean I don't actually love myself? And he answered, well, do you think you love yourself? Well, I said yes, but I don't think I was being that honest. Um, I loved parts of myself, but not as a whole at that point. So yes, I got the implants. I had done a ton of research about their safety and also researching finding a reputable surgeon. I took it very seriously, but whatever I wanted to find, I could. And that's kind of one of the good things and bad things about the internet. If I wanted to hear that the implants were safe, I could find that no problem. And if I wanted to hear that they weren't, I could find that too. At that point, I just wanted to feel good about my body and I just went for it. It had been on my mind for so long and it was kind of just felt good to make that decision for myself at that time. So when I got to the surgeon's office, I was pretty nervous, but mostly excited. Um, The office was great. The surgeon was great. Everything was smooth and fine. And when I woke up from the surgery, it literally felt like there was an elephant sitting on me. Like That's the only way I know how to describe it. The weight on my chest was so heavy. It was like being pregnant with your baby, but instead of your stomach growing and stretching over nine months, it all happened within an hour. It was like extremely painful. There were a ton of tears for at least days. Um, I had both of my boys naturally without an epidural and having the breast implants put in was way more painful than that. It was terrible. Um, And you know what? The implants did not solve my body insecurities. If anything, I just became insecure in a different way. I had wanted to feel good about my body instead of focusing on feeling good in my body. I had kind of gone about it backwards. I was so uncomfortable. I did not like the stares from men. And I really didn't like the glares from some women. And unless I was in a bathing suit, I just hid my breasts altogether. They were large and perky and round and they were beautiful, but they absolutely did not make me confident. Some of the things that did help me gain confidence and self-belief and help me to overcome the insecurities though, there's quite a few of them. It was a long process for me. It was journaling, um, writing, and speaking affirmations. It was facing my beliefs about myself and learning to rewrite them. It was spending time alone, meditating, showing myself compassion, learning from the past, um, shifting my mindset, being honest with myself, learning to appreciate my own gifts and talents, and taking action and following my heart. 
the biggest help by far on my path to self-love and acceptance was removing the negative self-talk. That was a big one. And taking action. I wrote and self-published my first guided journal, The Making of a Grandparent, back in 2018. And that was a game changer for me. The courage it took, the faith, the effort, the trust, and how much fun it was. And seeing that I could take an idea and turn it into a real physical item, like those are what truly contributed to my empowerment, not having fake breasts. I thought about having the implants removed a few times. The first time was when I received an email from the surgeon's office saying there was a recall on certain implants and it wasn't the kind that I had. Um, It was on textured implants and I had smooth apparently and also that the textured implants had now been linked to linked to a type of cancer and that was a little scary for me and I hadn't even had them in that long when I received that email but I also only know three women with breast implants and two of them were diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder within the first year of having them put in. Now, obviously I can't confirm if they were related to their implants, but it did seem like more than a coincidence as both women were quite healthy beforehand. So I was nervous about that. And at the same time, maybe it was naive, but I thought, well... I'm positive enough that nothing will happen to me. Then last year, I started hearing about BII symptoms, which stands for breast implant illness symptoms. There was a very long list, and I definitely had some things that have popped up over the years that were on that list, like um, brain fog, digestive issues, muscle pain, breathing problems, headaches, hair loss and thinning. And while I couldn't say if they were related or not, I was feeling ready to have them removed. They were just getting in the way. Sleeping was very uncomfortable. They were heavy. My shoulders were getting sore. My body frame is quite small and I just know I wasn't meant to carry around the weight of them. I also knew when I first got them put in that they don't last forever. You do need to replace them. And I had already decided then that I wasn't going to. So I just knew it was time. I was ready. And since I did believe in breast implant illness, it didn't feel right to go to a surgeon who was still placing implants in patients. I had done some research and found a surgeon out of province which was about eight hours away, and all he did was explants. He used to do implants, and now only explants, as well as researches BII on a panel of surgeons and specialists. In a recent video of his, he said that he chose to stop implanting after patients were coming to him with symptoms, and who had no prior health issues relating to one another and asking him to remove them. He said um, that he couldn't deny the correlation, 
and couldn't deny his oath of doing no harm. So he switched solely to explanting, which I highly respected him for doing that. Again, if you have implants or would like them to each their own, this is only my story. And I was just doing what I felt was best for me. I understand that not every woman got them because they were insecure like I was. And I just think we all we all get to decide. There is a woman I saw on social media who had implants put in after her vasectomy and ended up removing them saying that they made her feel worse than her chemo treatments. I've also watched dozens of stories online from women who explanted after getting implants after this um, mastectomy surgery and there's even a support group I found on Facebook. I think it's called uh, Breast Implant Illness and Healing and that has over 185,000 members. To see like so many women impacted and wanting answers or experiencing relief after their explant it really is hard for me to not question their safety or impact. To get ready for my explant surgery, I not only ate well and kept exercising to feel my best, I also started looking at old photos just to get used to seeing myself as small again. Um, before the surgery, I... I think I was a small B and with the implants, I was a double D cup size. So I really almost couldn't even picture what I looked like before. But looking back at the photos, it did not help me at all because in all of the pictures I had padded bras or those silicone inserts put in. So at first I decided to just stop looking in the mirror. I didn't want to see the breasts anymore was like I was cutting myself off from them. But that didn't feel right either because I was disconnecting from my entire body and self. So I learned to look in the mirror, but to practice non-attachment to the breasts. So I looked at myself as a whole instead of just body parts. I practiced appreciating my body for what it did for me and not just what it looked like, And I also reminded myself that those breasts you see in the mirror, those are just sacks of water. So it was pretty easy to be not so attached to them when I thought of them like that. And like I said, I was ready. I was in a really good place mentally and emotionally. I had really come a long way over the, I guess, seven years that I had them. So Steve and I drove out of province to Montreal for the procedure And again, I was quite nervous, maybe even more so now because I feel like this surgeon uh, was just better at communicating and explaining the risks, which was scary. But at the same time, he was doing his job and I was needing to make an informed decision. So there are complications that can arise. And I think the scariest one that I can remember was... Uh, you could have your lungs punctured because I guess where the breasts sit and since he was removing the capsule, the tissue that forms around it. And I know that 
any surgery has its risks, but I was also really excited and also relieved at the same time before they were even out, just knowing that I was going to have this done. It just felt really good. So the night before the procedure, I didn't sleep and it wasn't because of the nerves. It was because there was an argument in the hallway outside of our room and there were some calls to the front desk and listening to them dealing with it. And then I just couldn't get back to sleep, which was actually a blessing because by the morning I was so exhausted that all of the nerves just went numb and I just wanted to get the surgery over with. The same thing usually happens with flying. I am not a fan of flying. I love going places. So if I'm really tired from the night before, just being so overtired really helps with my nerves. Um, Again, the surgeon and the entire staff was so kind and upbeat. They really did make me feel like I was in good hands. And when I woke up from the surgery, it was nothing like waking up from having the implants put in. It was night and day. Instead of an elephant sitting on my chest, I could actually take a deep, full breath. It was so weird. And I also had a really clear mind. And that was weird too. The brain fog had become so normal that it's like I had forgotten what it was like to be able to focus and have clarity. So it was a strange feeling, but like exciting at the same time. It actually reminded me of the first time I put on prescription glasses. Before I had put the glasses on, I could still see obviously, but I couldn't see any like fine details. If I was looking at a tree, I would just see a big lump of green. But I remember when I put those glasses on and I saw the individual branches and leaves, like the detail of the leaves, I was like, it was like introducing a whole new world. And that's what it felt like when I woke up from this surgery. And you know what? There were a rough few days. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, But the hardest part of the recovery wasn't the pain. That was about two to four days. But the hardest part was having my elbows glued to my side for the first two weeks. So as a mom, I felt so guilty not being able to lay down with the kids, grab them a plate, or really do anything. Steve and my best friend, Melissa, actually had to wash my hair. And even when Steve went back to work, it was really cute. He lined the kitchen counter with everything I would need that day while he was gone. So the kitchen looked like a mess, but everything was laid out so perfectly. And even though the recovery felt longer, it was easier than getting them put in. And it just felt way better. The surgery was about three months ago now, I think almost exactly. I am back to regular activities and started my morning yoga practice again, which I missed a lot. I did wait a little bit longer than recommended because some of my muscles were still a little tender, I think because the implants were under my muscles. And from what I have read, it can take up to a full year for your whole body to recover from the surgery. So if I'm feeling pretty good at three months, that's a great sign. 
Um, the scars are beginning to fade and I'm actually pleasantly surprised with the results. I did have a breast lift at the same time as the explant, which was recommended by the surgeon. And I do like my breasts better now than I did before the implants, which is great. They seem a little bit fuller and that may be because I'm up about five to seven pounds from when I had the implants put in. But either way, I feel cute, I feel smaller, and I feel lighter, and I just feel at home again, which is something I'm, I don't even know if I can say again, because I don't think I've ever felt at home in my body. But I think just being older and learning all the lessons over the seven years and taking that time to go inward has made a huge difference. So I did have to donate all of my bras and bathing suit tops just like I did when I got the implants, I had to do it again, but I just ordered a new bathing suit and a few bralettes and I'm really excited for them. It's like a fresh start and it's just exciting. It really has been a neat experience and I'm super proud of myself too. I don't feel like the same person who got the breast implants put in in the first place. I have way more self-compassion and I've realized that it's safe to love yourself as you are. It's okay to not want to change every little detail about your body, that you don't have to look like everybody else. And I'm happy with how I was created now. And I definitely wasn't like that growing up. So I'm pretty proud of that. So I did want to share a few tips. If you're getting an explant, I recommend having a supportive partner or friend stay with you for at least a week. And a second, just in case you have a queasy stomach like me, maybe don't look at them for at least a week because I had looked at them when I had the bandages taken off. They were taken off at day two because I wasn't going to stay in Montreal for one week. And I had looked thinking, okay, it can't be that bad. Well, I almost fainted and I had to lay down, put they had to put a washcloth that was cold on my forehead. So I'm just not good with, I guess, it wasn't even that there was blood, but I guess because everything was dried and there were stitches. So just don't look if you're like me. And if you're getting implants, I just recommend doing your research and also remembering that confidence is an inside job. Again, we each get to make our own decision. That's what free will is. But if you're looking for confidence, maybe start doing some inside work first and then just see how you feel six months later. And something I've learned over the years, one of my biggest lessons actually, is that my worth is not measured by my cup size. And you know what? Neither is yours. You are worthy whether you are an A cup, a B cup, double D or anything in between or above. So please keep that in mind. And my question for you today to deepen your own awareness, implants or not, is this. Where in your life are you outsourcing your confidence or power? If you can honestly say nowhere, then I am sending you the biggest high five ever. And if you can pinpoint an area or two I'm sending you the biggest hug and a simple reminder 
to just go inward. You are more powerful than you think. And I really do believe in you. Thanks for listening. As always, I'm cheering you on. Hey there, thanks for listening. A quick reminder that if you enjoy the podcast and find it motivating or inspirational, I'd love if you could take a moment to leave a positive review. It is helpful and much appreciated. Also, please note this podcast is intended to inspire and support you and bring a little more awareness and magic to your life. I'm not a therapist or psychologist, and my guests and I can only speak from our personal experiences. If you are experiencing anxiety, depression, or another mental health issue, please reach out to a professional in your area. Thank you and all the best. Come back each Monday and Thursday for new episodes. See you then.